Welcome to the Head Shepherd Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ferguson, CEO at NextGen Agri International, where we help livestock managers to get the best out of their stock. I want to take this opportunity to thank our friends at MSD Animal Health and Allflex for sponsoring Head Shepherd again this season. And I'm also excited to introduce our mates at Heinegger as brand new sponsors of the show. MSD and Allflex, or perhaps better known as Cooper's Animal Health in Australia, offer one of New Zealand and Australia's largest livestock product portfolios with a comprehensive suite of animal health and management products connected through identification, traceability and monitoring solutions. Like us, they see how the wealth and breadth of information born out of this podcast can help them and their farming clients achieve their mission of the science of healthier animals. Heineken will need a little introduction to our audience, a market leader and one-stop shop for wool harvesting and animal fibre removal, together with an expanding range of agricultural products and inputs. The Heineken name is synonymous with quality, reliability and precision. The Heineken team have a deep understanding of livestock agriculture, backed by Swiss engineering and a family business dedicated to manufacturing the best. It's fantastic to have both of these sponsors supporting us in bringing Head Shepherd to you each week. And now it's time to get on with this week's episode. Welcome back to Head Shepherd. We've got another live on the hub this week. Sophie, what are we? what's happening this Friday? Yeah, so we've got um, Melinda Turner on from Farm Nutrient Advisory. We had her on the podcast, I think, around the new year. And unfortunately, the audio quality wasn't great. And so we wanted to do it justice. And we're going to have her back on the hub. Um, for a live and this actually means that she can share some slides and sort of explain the science of the soils that she's talking about and give us a better understanding of yeah what she's talking about so so yeah melinda in the podcast she sort of discusses some of the common challenges in nutrient management um you know it's really it can be a really complex topic um with lots of people trying to sell you different things um and she just really breaks it down to the nuts and bolts of it and yeah, helps us understand it better. So really looking forward to that. I think it'll be a fantastic live. This is our third one of the year, going well. Yeah, come and join us. Yeah, great. And uh, we, had, we had a great time with Bill and Sol the other day. And yeah, the, yeah we really encourage people to come along and, and ask their questions. Melinda was a great chat that I enjoyed, but no one else got to enjoy it that well because of the audio. So and we had lots of people who sort of tried to squeeze out as much as they could out of it, but yeah, really frustrating. So we, it's great to be able to get Melinda back on and yeah, we appreciate her doing it twice but getting her back on and doing it live is going to be great and we'll, so uh, so looking forward to that. This week on the show we've got Emily Riggs from Iris and Wool. Emily started her own clothing brand or based on merino wool obviously and uh, yeah a really great story about firstly her overcoming a really a relatively tough childhood her own battle with with cancer and and losing a mother to cancer and, and the resilience that she's had to show to, to come through that with a smile on her face. Uh, it's a big part of her brand is, is giving back, things like the, the Childhood Cancer Association that she donates money back to, provides beanies back to those children. So, yeah, incorporate into that brand. Iris and Wool, Iris is, was her mother's uh, favourite flower and, and obviously Merino Wool. But, yeah, building a great brand and a great a fashion brand that's, that's now uh, sort of, a shop in Borough in South Australia, but actually now going into stores like David Jones and getting getting out and about. So it's uh, yeah, awesome to see Emily's success and to hear her, her journey. Welcome, Emily Riggs, to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Fantastic. So, Emily, you're the founder and creative director there at Iris & Wool, obviously uh, your brand and, and your baby. I guess we might start with how you ended up on a farm in, in Borough. <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, back in the day, went to boarding school in Adelaide. Um, and yeah, my now husband also, he was at another school and we sort of had this spark back then. Um, but nothing really eventuated. And then fast forward 10 years or so, uh, good old Facebook. I was living in um, <laughs> Melbourne and he was scrolling and saw a photo of me at the races and started messaging me on <laughs> Facebook yeah. and I said, oh, I'm coming back to Adelaide next weekend or something. Um, do you want to catch up? And, yeah, the rest is history. Um, ah, cool. Now I've been here in 10 years, over 10 years or 10 years in Burra. yeah. Yeah, right on. And was fashion a part of your life before that or is fashion something that's come since, since getting to know Wool? Uh, I think I've always had a love for fashion. Um, I way back uh, when I was a little girl, I was actually uh, diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a um, cancer of the lymph nodes. And at the, that same time, Mum had breast cancer, uh, so I knew that I was going <laughs> to lose my hair. Uh, I remember one of the first things I said was, "Oh, shit, I don't want to lose my hair." <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I think but I was often mistaken for a boy um, and that really shattered my confidence and it was then that I really turned to fashion. It was a way for me to express my creativity and for people to actually look beyond my illness. So, yeah, I think I've always loved fashion and then, then I worked in the horse racing industry so there was a lot of um, different outfits that you'd have to pull together that, there and, yeah, then I um, fell in love with my hot farmer and also fell in love with wool and I don't actually work hands-on on the farm so I thought how can I contribute to the industry which um, I saw how hard him and his family worked and, yeah, I've just um, ignorantly started Iris and Wool. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Iris, because Iris was your mum's favourite flower, is it? Yeah, that's, correct. That's her, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's a bit of a. It's a tribute to her, really. Um, yeah. I also yeah. give back to uh, the Childhood Cancer Association. We donate a dollar of each sale to them, and we also um, gift each newly cancer diagnosed kid a little beanie. Um, through that same charity, they um, give each kid or family that's um, been diagnosed a hospital bag. So the beanies are now in the hospital bag. So yeah, yeah a little amazing. Way back, yeah, we're a bit we're a bit more than just a fashion brand, I suppose you could say. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, obviously we all get created by our past, and and yeah, the I guess just watching a, a few of your clips and words like resilience, integrity, community, sustainability, human connection, we're all like wherever you look and that's obviously a big part of the brand and a big part of who you are which is which is awesome the i guess there'd be i don't know how many hundreds of farmers have just at some point in their lives decided they were going to start value adding their wool and and it's a tough road how have, how's it gone well so mine is completely separate to the farm um it's yeah. me doing it um obviously tom's supporting me and i don't think he realized it would kick off as well as it has well I didn't think it would either um but uh yeah so it's all me doing it but it's yeah just my way of promoting the wool industry I suppose and last year we actually were able to use some of our own wool our wool's probably not perfect for iris and wool it's a bit coarser than what I need for my um clothes but um yeah the mill we use in China 
for Iris and Wool, uh, went to auction in Melbourne and actually bid it on the wool. And, um, yeah, so I got to track it from leaving Melbourne to China and getting clean, scoured, all that, into the yarn and then into one of my, into my jumpers. So that was pretty cool. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as easy. Everyone's like, oh, do you use your own wool? Like, well, it's not as easy as it as that sounds. Um, yeah. We got to yeah. last year. It hasn't happened again this year, but I'm trying hard to just create this new provenance initiative. But, but yeah, of course, it costs money and, um, yeah, you want to be a viable business. So uh, sometimes you just need to just take every day as it comes and not um, try yeah. to do everything. I, I seem to try and do everything all at once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, those with an entrepreneurial spirit always want to, always want to do more, always want to do it at the same at the same time. And yeah, it's my constant battle in my head is yeah. is stopping new initiatives. Um, <laughs> the yeah, it is. I think whether you're promoting your own wool or promoting Australian wool, the outcome is the same. Like it's about it's about putting always, as you know, like the product's a fantastic product. You've only got to put it in something that people want to wear or it looks good and. And then it will sell itself because once it's on your skin, yeah, it's pretty hard not to love wearing it. So it's exactly, a, um, it's um, yeah, so so good to wear, and um, yeah, as I always say, it's the best fibre in the world, and it's um, so good for the environment too. That's such a important thing for consumers nowadays. They yeah. they want to know the story of where where their garments come from, um, how it's been produced, and yeah, that's one of our goals is to really delve right back to the traceability stuff and be able to use our own wool um, and to be able to track the the sheep and the wool right through to the end product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. I imagine it's been a hell of a journey and a pretty steep learning curve trying to yeah. – <laughs> but now I guess if we think of today, obviously selling online but bricks and mortar in, in borough as well, so a fair – Fair bit of movement in what is six years, whatever it is since since founding. Yeah, well, five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's me wanting to do a hundred things at once. Um, but yeah, we've it's very exciting. We have opened a, a little shop here in Borough, which is so good for the town too. And it's yeah, it's quiet at the moment. I suppose this isn't the uh, busy time of year, but it's just nice to have it out of the house too. Husband's pretty happy to have the house back, not to the Iris and Wool warehouse. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we can do everything. We pack, we pack all the orders from here. Um, yeah, I've got staff, which are great. You know, only as good as your staff, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah, pretty lucky, pretty lucky um, with the girls I've got working for me. And, um, yeah, it's just lovely to meet the customers, I suppose, and hear, what, hear their feedback. There's lots of... We're quite a touristy town, so during winter there's lots of grey nomad, nomads and interstaters travelling through who have never heard of the brand, so it's all all part of the marketing mix, I suppose you could say. Yeah, they'll be surprised to find a high-end fashion brand in Borough when they rock up to have yeah, a steak. Like, oh, steak is, it, is this supposed uh, to be in, um, <laughs> in Sydney? <laughs> am I in Sydney or am I in Borough? <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess in terms of the merino industry, it's yeah, it's pretty pretty much the heart of the South Australian merino industry. Yeah, we so produce yeah. some of the best wool here, so yeah, it's, it fits in well. Yeah, yeah excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if we get into the bit of the details, so what 
in terms of the spec that you need to buy for your garments. Mm-hmm. So your is it eighteen micron, nine micron? Where, where no, are you sitting? Nineteen into? and a half. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We produce about twenty-one micron here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd have to braid, like, yeah, specifically braid my own flock. Um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Happy to be up for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The and so that where some manufacturers in offshore as well, and then come yeah. to you and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've got my <clears throat> we uh, just launched the first drop of autumn winter twenty four last week, and then the rest of it's on a ship on the way here, and hopefully will arrive end of Feb. So the shipping delays have been terrible. Um, <laughs> they still blame COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, four years on. Yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping it'll <coughs> arrive in Adelaide about the 21st of Feb and then it takes about 10 days to get unloaded and sent up to Borough. And, yeah, I am just lo- I was looking at my warehouse uh, just before and it's chock-a-block. I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to go back to the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It must be an must be empty building somewhere in Borough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then excitingly, we've um, actually been picked up by David Jones as well. So, oh, cool. Um, we are—they've got the first drop in, uh, and then, yeah, so we and their packing is very specific, and yeah, so it's we've got I've got all their stuff around me in my office at the moment. I have to steam it all and have it all on hangers and put that into a box, and then they have a delivery window, and if you don't deliver within that window they'll they won't take it um so it's been a very much a le- learning curve and i've had to get barcodes and um there's all these new computer systems that i have to go through so it's um keeping us busy <laughs> but it's definitely worth it it's so good for the brand and um yeah we're in elizabeth street in sydney uh malvern central in Me- in melbourne adelaide Adelaide Central in Adelaide and just online, David Jones. So, yeah. Wow. That'd be, yeah. surely yeah. there was, bo- was a bottle of bubbles open that day when that got <laughs> yeah, definitely out. was. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's phenomenal. Very, very exciting. Yeah. So what are the plans? I mean, how big, how big does Iris and Wool go? Well, now I'm trying to tackle the world, <laughs> as corny as that sounds. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I'd love it to be a global brand. Um, but, yeah, it's just I think it's just you've, uh, David Jones is like probably the pivotal for Australia um, yeah, yeah. for a fashion brand and then um, well, it was my goal. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, now I want to try and get international Um but yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah. So has that been a series of a hundred no's and one yes, or has it been? Yeah, it, so a lot of um, tenacity. A lot of hustling. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I flew over to Sydney and like, with all the samples, took them all into um, Elizabeth Street and met with the head buyer, and um, yeah, she loved it straight away. So. Yeah, I was lucky, I suppose. But yeah, it is. It's a lot of hustling and not taking no for an answer, and yeah, and just keeping it. keeping on track with what your goals are and what you um, want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound like luck to me, but anyway, <laughs> 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 sounds a little yeah. bit more like tenacity and hard work. But yeah. yeah, 
Thanks. Yeah, which is which is farming, <laughs> well, I suppose. That's thanks to the fabulous qualities of of wool to um, people. As soon as they put it, like you said before, as soon as they put it on their skin, they yeah they can't ha- have enough of it, and they yeah they w- don't want any poly or so it's breathable, obviously, and um, yeah, just best fiber in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Keep selling it. Yeah. The, um, so what what is it? I guess what in your mind what makes it special in terms of your product versus I guess a hundred other brands that mm-hmm. David Jones could roll roll into their stores. And I mean, they're obviously going to share it with some of those. But yeah, um, is it design? Is it yeah? I guess what in what you've learned so far, what is what is it that makes people want to buy wool? I think or the fact that it is a natural fiber. Um, people they want that nowadays. They're willing to invest in pieces if they can and they will last for a long time if you look after them but yeah in terms of why david jones chose iris and wool over others um (laughs) i don't know um maybe they they just yeah they probably loved the story too and yeah just wool that that's what their customer wants as well yeah 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 if you could put a waiting which is is impossible but how much do you think is design versus i mean if you didn't have the story yeah. and amazing designs i don't know can you can you sell a great a great design without a good story or and can you sell a crap design with a good story or i mean obviously i think the answer is obvious it's you need a bit of both but yeah um i think you just because the fashion industry is so saturated um you definitely need you need that online presence as well and I think you definitely you need the good quality. People aren't going to come back and buy something if it's crappy. I have customers that have bought with me over ten times, um, which is yeah, really heartwarming, really. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel yeah. I feel like the story does help. Um, people want to they want to see your everyday life I suppose and they want to see they they see me on the farm trying to help but not really help (laughs) (laughs) and yeah they can see they see my pet lambs I suppose and um they city people love that I think because they don't they don't get that obviously in their um their their lives so yeah I think it's been important to share that and really um, also, listen to my customers. I, um, yeah, have actually got become quite good friends with some of my customers, and um, yeah, just uh, be be there, I suppose, for them as well, and make sure that they're feeling good in what they're wearing, and that's important. Yeah. Uh, the I haven't stalked you properly on social media, so I don't know the answer to this question. But have you had to force yourself to be, yeah, I guess, live your life behind a camera or in front of a camera? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's probably how I've built the brand. But I used to actually believe it or not, I was terrified at public speaking. Like this used to doing a podcast would like keep me up at night. Or um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or and I've actually been lucky enough to travel around Australia and to share my story in front of um, audiences, and that's really good. I think it's the human connection to. Um, people being able to uh, see that oh, and you be honest with your struggles and learn from them and I suppose share them with people and they resonate with them and yeah I think that's definitely helped yeah I've had to learn to put my big girl pants on <laughs> yeah 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 the um I mean the story would be you'd have to have no heart at all not to resonate with the story mm. so um yeah yeah but yeah. I guess 
that only takes you so far and that's like you say you've got to have a great product to yeah for people to come back and buy the second one like everyone will buy the first one yeah uh, exactly yeah 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 so has it been hard to i mean yeah i think everyone's terrified of public speaking i was somehow lucky didn't uh, always enjoyed it but 97 percent of people you talk to aren't that way yeah i guess we often talk in people or two people in ag about telling our story better and i guess did you have any special way you overcame your sort of fear of the camera or fear of public speaking or was it just just through absolutely jump in the deep end um so i i did um well i do have someone that helps me um she helps me overcome some of my things like just imposter syndrome I suppose and she she's yeah. a speaker as well like she's a yeah. professional speaker um yeah. but she's helped a lot um yeah. given me some tips and but yeah it's also just doing it the more you do it the better you become and um the easier it gets and actually now I get quite a rush after doing it um you get the yeah. adrenaline pumping through and yeah it's actually quite good and when you when people come up after after you've spoken and say something that may have helped mm, yeah. them or um, they yeah. they got what I meant, what I was trying to say, and yeah, so it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I understand. I understand the rush. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, most people don't believe that story, but yeah, yeah, but it is actually it is actually a thing. The so a couple of kids, uh, and so they little little uh, trainee farmers or they, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um yeah. yeah so i've got we've, we've got sam who's six and lucy who's three um sammy's he's probably sport mad at the moment he's um footy cricket <laughs> tennis everything he loves it but yeah he's, he loves just loves tractors and that side of it um yeah. Tom's a yeah. bit concerned he might not want the shit <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm sure that'll come um yeah and then Lucy's, she's, um, she's, yeah, just probably a bit too young. But Living the three-year-old life. Yeah, to um, go horses. <laughs> so I'm a horse rider. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so um, we'll see how we go. Uh, so where is the farm? It's north of Burr, is it? Or? Yeah, north. Um, where, well, we've got four properties um, like scattered around, but where we live is north of Burr, about 10 minutes out of Borough, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's well, well placed for a shop in Borough. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Excellent. The decision to go bricks and mortar was, would you do that again or is that is that going to, like it's the opposite way the world's going? But Yeah, uh, no, it's definitely good for Iris and Wool. Yeah. Um, people want to try because because it's quite expensive, people want to try it on and yeah. actually feel the quality in real life and, and the colours, I suppose, you can't quite nail the colours online. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's been, and I think if someone comes into the shop, they'll buy two or three jumpers rather than just one online. Um, yeah, they yeah. make a point of coming and they want to buy something. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, and storage-wise, it's really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of the better moves I've done. I'd love to open more shops um, around Australia. But yeah. yes, <laughs> one day at a time. <laughs> get, a, get a sneaky suspicion you will do that. So. Yeah. 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 Only, what's Borough from Adelaide? It's, it's only hours, two, it? two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. nice little day yeah. trip out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and yeah. we do get a lot of interstate tourists coming through. Not so much, not yeah. during the summer, really, but over winter. I haven't been, we haven't been here for a year yet. We opened 
end of April last year. So, yeah, just learning yeah. the um, ropes and when's busy, but you can't really pick it like some days are you can't put sometimes Tuesdays flat out, other times it's dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just you just go with the ebbs and flows, I suppose. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It may start. But I guess if they're busy, if the busy. team are busy packing and doing other stuff, it's sort of not yeah. critical. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Overall, yeah. there's always something to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Excellent. And yeah, awesome to be able to employ a few locals as well. It'd be, um, it'd, yeah. It's, it's always, good. always something. That, everyone wants to do, be able to do and get keep towns going. Yeah, definitely. It's good. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Righto. Anything else you can tell us about Orison Wool or anything else we haven't covered? <sighs> no, nah, not off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. The, um, yeah, no, it's been, it's been great to hear your story and, yeah, fantastic to hear that story getting into David Jones and, the, yeah, I'm a massive fan of, of Marino Wool, so the, yeah, the more, the, more the merrier. Um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it's good. Encourage listeners, much. encourage listeners to get out there, check it out, and um, see what the autumn winter uh, twenty four yeah. s- style looks like. Yeah, thank what, you. What, co- what are the colours for twenty four? What are the colours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm um, thinking about fashion, so I'm just yeah. making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at this lot of navy. I'm looking at at the moment. Uh, right, huh. um, we've done some. Sage, you probably wouldn't know what the sage is. Can you say that? <laughs> Can't really say that. Um, right. uh, sea foam, there's a blue, uh, there's pink, there's cream, there's black, there's a wide right. range of colors. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Right. We'll let you get back to packing boxes and, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, all the very best. Thanks very much, Ferg. Cheers. Thanks again to our mates at Heinegger who are proud world leaders in the manufacturing and supply, professional sheep shearing and clipping equipment. They understand that their customers rely on the quality and performance of their products each and every day. Also thanks to our friends at MSD Animal Health and Orflex. They offer an extensive livestock product portfolio focused on animal health and management, all backed up by exceptional service. Both of these companies are wonderful supporters of the Australian and New Zealand livestock industries and we thank them for sponsoring the Head Shepherd Podcast.